0: Are you over there. Yeah, you. You over right. Now tuned in to the Kitchen Couch Podcast with Nathan Nice.
1: Kitchen Couch. Where well, You stir it, mix it a little ice. Of course, you want the brutal topics, bro.
0: You want the topics that, that radio don't even allow. You want the topics that Louie might
1: get scared about. And then juice a couple lemons. And then throw a splash of that.
0: Uh, man, you
1: super late. My fall family. I just I had to get something to eat. Yo, hey, how you doing? How you guys doing, man? This is a, a throwback cast I got uh, with the with the homegirl Autumn. Um, re- real cool conversation. I got a chance to break down um, <clears throat> break down some ginger perspectives and some trans perspectives. One in which I you know I don't know much about, not being one myself, and only knows, knowing seldom people in the in the community. So. Yeah, but she's a real uh, she's a real doozy, real real fun episode, you know. So tune in. Let me know what you guys think. Questions, comments, concerns, Feel free to hit up Light Skin Bourdain, A.K.A. Nathan Nice, A.K.A. Gumbo Root, at the Kitchen Couch, and uh, let me know what's popping. Hey, this is the Kitchen Couch right here, A.K.A. the Big Kitchen, A.K.A. Nathan Nice. I'm going to give you the perspective of Autumn Lorraine, a young trans woman. Hey, can you hear me all right? Can you hear me all right? yeah I can hear you cool so I'd like to welcome you to my little podcast it ain't much now but it's about to be big pretty soon here Um, now I usually ask a few questions like about food like what you like to eat um, maybe a little bit about politics and then I ask you about your story and then ask you questions about it and so and if you don't want to answer anything, you could just say next, or also, um, you can ask me questions too if you want. So, so yeah, so, so what's your name, and like, tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Um, well, my name is Autumn, and I'm 18 years old, and I'm a transgender female from Kansas, and I just went to Texas.
1: How's Texas treating you?
0: Pretty good. I I love it so far. It's been really chill.
1: You're in Austin, yeah? Yeah. And that's oh. is it a is it you is it a good community out there? Like more more people like like-minded like you and stuff? Yeah, actually. More so than Kansas. So, uh, what was, what's it like growing up in Kansas? Wichita, yeah?
0: Yep. Um, it wasn't the best, I'm being quite frank. Um, a lot of bullying, a lot of, like, the typical childhood stuff that happens in a trans person's life.
1: Mm. Um it was never really a good place for me. Um, so, like, so, like, like give me an example of, like, some of the bullying that you had. I mean, I don't want to, like, make you relive anything that was too traumatic, but... Um, well, I mean, high school
0: especially, there was a lot of it, um, in high school, there was this one particular time, and, I have a scar on my arm from this, but I walked into the women's room and four guys followed me in there and jumped me, and yeah,
1: it sucked like a lot. So when I when I met you, you seem like somebody that could actually kind of fight, though. So I mean, that okay. that I mean, like I mean in a good way, and I mean that in a good way. So it's like. I mean, did that experience just teach you, like, you know, nobody's going to fuck with you, and you're going to, like, kind of be a little bit more alert about shit like that? Did it make you more aware of your surroundings and, like, how people perceive you? Aware of my surroundings, yes, but I'm not a fighter. I've
0: never fought shit in my life.
1: Well, I mean, you had to fight some 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 battles, not like maybe not physical, but emotional right, right, and stuff right. too. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, I don't know, because we we had a we had a really good we were we had a really good some good conversations too. So I'm trying to like bring up some of the stuff that we we're talking about without going too deep into it, but. Um,
0: About
1: what going on in my I'm sorry, you're cutting out. Um, we talked like non-stop for like, uh, can
0: you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. We talked a
1: lot about what
0: was going on in my life and your life and what you did and where you're from and stuff but um I remember we talked a lot about um the whole breakup thing that I was going through
1: so how's how's the breakup is it is it do you feel better about it now almost definitely oh nice like, <laughs> yeah, I was exactly the
0: most stable then, but I' better now.
1: Um, so will you, um, will you tell me more about your ex and how you guys came to be and then why it's...
0: I mean, he posted a selfie and I called him daddy. He slid in my DMs and then we hung out. We were like really shy and awkward and then he like FaceTimed me like a night or two after and was just like... You know, I was so shy and stuff, and he was, like, dropping hints, but he was, like, going to be dropping hints, but he, like, wanted to cuddle or kiss or whatever, and it was, like, the cheesiest shit ever, but the second time we hung out, we had sex, and then it kind of took off from there.
1: Okay. But now you're doing a lot better, and... I mean, have you... Right, yeah. Have you, uh... Like... Have you, like, found more people out there? Like, to... Most definitely. Mm. So, like, how did you know that you were, uh... In a woman's body? Or you wanted to, like... You weren't born Um, in the right body or whatever. I kind of knew...
0: Five, like when I was a kid, like I always knew there was something inside. Like, embittered about myself, I knew that I was different. Um, never really had like a word for what I was going through until uh, I was about ten years old. And my favorite show at the time, *Ugly Betty*, like had a trans-trans character, and they revealed that she like used to be a guy, and I was like. Wait, what
1: the fuck? Like, I want to do that. So that gave you inspiration, Ugly Betty? Oh, God.
0: Uh, yeah, I. I, I yeah.
1: I'm yeah, sorry, your was phone. phone like your phone. I obviously, but it was, your phone's cutting in and out.
0: Here, I'll. Here, maybe I'll go into a different room better
1: reception okay um so yeah you were talking about ugly betty and the trans character that kind of gave you some inspiration um
0: well it was really like the first i've ever heard about anything like that and i never knew that there was like other people out there who were like me and i was just like i had no idea you can like do that and be a man and then
1: become female. I mean, so when you figured that out, is that when you kinda started trying or like going for it right then or did you wait or um, I I waited. I never really talked about it with
0: anybody. Um I remember I had dressed up as a girl for two halloweens when i was a kid one i was like dorothy from the wizard of Oz, and the halloween after that i was hannah montana and my mom sat me down and was just like are you gay do you want to be a girl like what's up and like growing up i always kind of i was around the mindset that you know being that way was a bad thing, because I was just like, oh no, mom, I, I just did it for fine, whatever. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, after I found out that being trans was a thing, I definitely did look more into it, and I was like, fuck, like, I have to do this when I get older if I want to be happy.
1: So you kind of go on being in 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 your current state or your current physical form. But was it was it just about physical, or was it about mentality as well?
0: Well, mentally, I would say that I've always been female. And I... Mm,
1: okay. Yeah. I came out when I
0: was probably about... 15, 16, but before that, I was, like, wearing wigs and stuff and makeup, like, when I would get off the school, I would just, you know, throw on a wig and some makeup and just kind of chill
1: out. And so that kind of, that kind of goes to what you want, you said you wanted to be a a makeup artist, so you've always had, like, uh, a love of makeup from a young age and, okay. and getting dressed up and, like, um like, beauty and stuff like that, right? Right. I mean, do you um, do you plan on going to school or anything for it? I do. I've been looking
0: into schools. Um, but, no, like, I know that when I wear makeup, I feel confident, I feel sexy, whatever, and if I could do that for other people, then, like, that's what I
1: want to do, is, like, make other people feel confident and beautiful and all that stuff. So, would you say you're a confidence person, too? You've got to be a confident person in order to, like, help people, or, I mean, are you kind of, like,
0: yeah. coming... I, was, I, I wasn't always the most confident. That's probably one thing I learned from my relationship, my most recent relationship, is how
1: to love myself. Okay. Um, so, um, does it, okay. I'm gonna ask kind of like a two part question, but it's really just one part. So like the first part is, do you get upset when like people ask you questions? Or the other thing, um, no. the other thing is like, do you want to be like a spokesperson for other people um, that necessarily aren't like as comfortable talking about it?
0: I mean, I have no problem talking about it. I have no problem like answering questions, but I I can't be a spokesperson because I can only speak on my experiences of being a trans woman
1: hmm like I can't
0: speak for somebody else like I can't speak for a trans woman of color who may or may not have had a worse
1: experience that's deep that's a real point too I mean a lot of people fail to um, fail to realize that I mean there's still different types of problems and different you know sub genres like being black and trans, I'm sure that's, that could be way worse. Yeah. Especially in the black community, it's not necessarily as accepted. I mean, in some black communities it is, like Atlanta, New York, but, like, you know, a lot of places it's still very, like, hush-hush, and you gotta do yeah. that when I'm not around type of shit. So it's Right, kind of- and I was very, very
0: lucky to start transitioning as young as I did um, cause not a lot of people are able to do that and just I, I feel blessed and lucky that I was able to do it at like such a young age mm.
1: so um what was I gonna say um so like what's next like um like what, what do you what do you plan to do next um
0: I'm currently looking for a job but I'm also looking at different schools for makeup artistry
1: okay um, what about like as far as transitioning what about like what is, what's
0: what's? Um, surgical wise um, I, I think I just want a nose job to be honest I'm pretty content with the way my body's turned out and everything like that um as far as like the big surgery goes um, i don't know if i'm exactly ready to like get that because for me there's more cons than pros right you
1: were saying yeah. some, you were saying something about orgasms too so continue what you um, were saying but i remember it, you saying it's not that, you'll have an orgasm after the surgery. Oh, man. That, that, that's scary. That's, that's, you know, they need, and it's crazy because how advanced science is too, it's like, it should be to the point where, yeah, you could, you know, have an orgasm, but it's like, that's a big deal. I wouldn't be able to get one either, like, to me, if I
0: everything a
1: biological woman can then I don't want to have the surgery I think that's a that's a a smart idea but also like um I mean like once again that orgasm thing that's like whoa son like best best thing in life yo (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so um so, okay, you say you see more pros and cons. So, like, what do you what do you think about somebody like Caitlyn Jenner? Um,
0: I actually got asked about Caitlyn Jenner the other day, and deep down I have had a very, I guess you could say, controversial opinion of her up until I heard that she's had bottom
1: surgery, sexual reassignment surgery. You said up until she had it? Yeah, I had quite an opinion that I never
0: really talked about with anybody. Like, I was always, like, outwardly, like, supportive of her. I was like, you know, go you, you're, like, 90 and trans, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, just kind of the way she acted and how out of touch she was with the trans community and just, like, watching her TV show and just seeing how she, like, um, was very, like, superficial about some things, it really kind of reminded me of some, a group of people that, okay, basically, like, for a while, I thought she was a cross-dresser who had the money to buy tickets. mm <laughs> yeah that's what I'm getting at cause just like the way she acted like on the TV show like how she would touch her clothes all dramatically in the closet and shit I was like bitch what the fuck what are you doing No,
1: uh,
0: get yourself together
1: yeah no I, me personally I, I I dislike Caitlyn Jenner I think she's a bad role model and she not necessarily yeah. with that movement but also because she's still like a very 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 conservative republican that normally it's like okay I believe in everything but being gay and and, and dressing up uh, yeah. or, or excuse me being she, trans
0: she's actually for gay marriage and a lot of people like to put she said out of context which I found interesting but she said she wasn't always with gay marriage but she is now pretty much and like I like her now it seems that she's kind of grown into everything more and she's more it seems like she's actually serious about wanting to make a difference she's like speaking out against um, Donald Trump's like policies and stuff and
1: I I thought she said that she voted for Donald Trump
0: she did vote for him, because for some fucking reason, she thought he was gonna be, like, a savior to, like, the LGBT community or whatever the fuck.
1: I could have seen that coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty wild. That, that was brought to you by Raw. I'm smoking all Raw. Yeah. So, uh, no, but, like, I... I think the only thing she's changed on her conservative opinion is basically like being okay with gay marriage and trans. But like everything else is still very republican like she doesn't yeah. re- really like black people too much and it's just like Oh she doesn't. Oh my god. Well, I, I mean hear a lot. I mean I mean she's like said stuff about black lives matter like stop complaining. She's tweeted out stuff problematic, yeah, and that, that, and, and I mean, I think, I think my thing is, you know, I I don't know that necessarily the movement, like, like someone like you would, or someone like her would, but I think she is lucky because I know that a lot of people don't have the money like she has. Yeah, I wish I had Caitlyn
0: Jenner money, like fuck.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying, and I think I think with, with something that's that's as heavy as, as this, it, well, I mean, you probably don't even see it as heavy. You probably just, this is normal, right? It's like, it's what you need to do or whatever. It's like taking medication or something, right? Is that how you...
0: Yeah, like, I wake up every morning, I take my hormones, I get dressed, I get up, I do what I gotta do.
1: So it is like taking medicine, that's interesting. Okay, so I don't mean to say it's heavy um, like that, but like a lot of people see it as like a topic, and so I'm kind of like, you know, but um, but what I was saying about- Transitioning. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Transitioning is like one of the hardest things you could go through in life. That's crazy, that's crazy to think Uh, about. Does it hurt? Do you hurt and are in pain? Uh, physically no Um,
0: I was when I first started hormones because my body was changing I was growing breasts my fat was moving to like my hips and my abs and everything like that and my face shape has changed and everything Um, so yeah probably when I was on hormones for the first couple of months
1: there was definitely, like, some pain physically, but nothing crazy. But, I, well, the, the, back to what I was saying about the about Caitlyn Jenner, it was just, like, she's just, uh, it's not, like, I don't feel like her story is a real story. I think the only thing that makes her relevant now is that she's trans. If she wasn't, if she exactly. didn't, if she wasn't trans, she wouldn't be relevant at all. And now, like. Yeah. And now people are like, oh, she's the, you know, oh, look at her and, like, go her. But it's like, yeah, that's if you have all this money and, like, you have all the time in the world to, like, you know, prepare yourself. And, you know what I mean? That's just, like, a lot of people don't, you know, I don't feel like a lot of people are like that. I think your story is more real. It's more like, hey, like, you know, I whatever, this is me, instead of like, oh, well, now that I have all the money, I think it was kind of honestly a publicity stunt, even though it's a major change, but it's like, let's be honest, Bruce um, Bruce Jenner, well, I mean, Bruce, removing, sorry, go ahead. Removing your penis is an awful lot to do for publicity. Yeah, I mean, it, just her specifically, I like people like, um, was it Janelle or Janae Mock? Janet Mock. Janet Mock. Sorry, Janet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was cool. I seen her on um, this uh, show I watched Jesus uh, and Mira on Viceland. and she was just talking about her story and like, I feel like her story was more of a real story, you right. know. Right. Um. And Bruce Jenner wasn't. Bruce Jenner wasn't relevant at all. The only thing that made him relevant is being married to Kris Kardashian. <laughs> right but yeah I totally feel you though that is a that is kind of a far way to go to to. yeah so like I, I don't think it was a publicity
0: stunt because like that, that's a lot of pain to go through just to get your name in a fucking TMZ article
1: yeah I mean I, but I think a lot of people I mean I'm not saying her in general but in this age a lot of people do a lot of stuff for attention too. Like you see world oh, yeah. you see world star fights and people are getting beat up at like KFC and just like right. jumping off roofs and people have always done yeah. like the craziest I've even, stuff. I've
0: even known people who have pretended to be trans just to get that shock value
1: and attention. Wow. How do you I mean what does that make you feel like? Like when people are like trying to front on a struggle that they're not really having, or are they having that struggle? I don't know. It's, like, I knew this one girl,
0: and then she was, like, oh, hey, guys, like, I'm a trans boy. Like, I want to be a boy. And then, like, two weeks later, she was, like, oh, never mind. Like, I want to be a girl. I'm a girl, whatever. Wow. Yeah, and, like, I don't know... That's what we call in the community... We call that trans-trender. Like, they act like it's a trend. They act like it's a fucking, like, cool thing. It's like... Nowadays, I feel like being trans is the new scene phase.
1: Scene? Like, scene kid?
0: Yeah. It, It honestly... It's kind of becoming, like, the new scene phase because so many people are... Pretending to be trans just to get, like,
1: some form of attention or some shit like that. Trans trender. That's crazy. I've never... Man, I... I mean, I think that's just fucked up. It's kind of like... that. Reminds, that's like kind of like Rachel Dozel. It's like... Exactly. You could be a great ally. Why not just be a fucking ally instead of being a fucking pretending ass bitch
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and and a lot of people don't understand why Rachel Dozel is like why people are so mad. And then like at first I wasn't mad. I was like, "Oh, well, she can, you know, whatever." And then I'm like, I thought she was saying she, she whatever she got whatever she said got misinterpreted. But then they, like, brought her back and started talking, and it was like, no, she really... She had, uh, basically, a version of body dysmorphia, or whatever it's called. Um, Yeah. See, what
0: I don't don't get nowadays, it's like people want to be oppressed. People want to struggle, and I don't
1: understand that. That is so true. Oh, my God, that's crazy that you said that. I, like... Um I've totally said that before and I don't understand like because it's like there's a lot of people um like I know a lot of um, people in the gay community you know just um and a lot of times they just want to be regular people and they, they don't want to like have to be like oh you know have to talk about their sexuality yeah. they just
0: I, yeah I, I- I'm on Tinder, right, and, like, I have in my bio that I am Tinder, but, like, I want to be treated like a normal fucking girl. I don't want there to be, like, this huge deal made about it.
1: Right, right. Okay. And And that's the thing, and, like, people want to just be, like... So I understand now why why you not necessarily want to be a spokesperson because you just want to live a regular life. You're like, I'm not trying to do extra shit. Right. Yeah. And but, I think that's
0: what any trans
1: person wants.
0: Like, I feel like every trans girl just wants to be treated like a regular normal girl. And a trans man just wants to be treated like a man and people don't get that. They like they are so extra about shit and they're like oh my god like this is my friend autumn she's transgender and it's like really bitch like you didn't have to tell you didn't have to tell
1: them that yeah i think two things about that one is i actually don't really i was thinking about it because see me i've actually uh, i was talking to you about it too like growing up i didn't understand it and then now I got into a point where, you know, I've met people that are very respectful and very nice. And that's what always changes somebody's opinion when you meet somebody. And so I was like, oh, okay. Like, I've met a, a few people now. And, you know, I don't have to understand. I just have to respect it. But yeah. I, I think, um, uh, well, I don't, sorry, not but. And I think that just a lot of people need to understand that, you know, it's just, it's, it's not about you And the same with the black struggle. And that's why, you know, it's, it's a lot of the same because being a black man, it's kind of like, I don't expect you to understand what I'm going through, but I want you to respect it.
0: Exactly. And it's just like, I've met, like white trans women and it's just like how why like I don't get it I don't understand like how can you be racist when you're like also being oppressed and going through like some struggles
1: yeah there's actually I mean what, what do you think about those <clears throat> statistics they say like like well especially black trans women but like there's there's a a lot of violence in towards that community, you know? Like, how do you avoid that?
0: Are you talking about black trans women having the highest
1: murder rate in the country? Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought it was amongst all trans, but black trans especially. Yeah.
0: Um, well, really what it boils down to is that, you know we're being killed because the cisgender men who want to be with us they have such a fragile masculinity they feel like they are being fooled by us they feel like we are just a man in a dress trying to fucking go out and trick people when that's
1: that's really not the case at all I was just gonna ask you that I was gonna say as a cisgender man the biggest fear, I guess, not for me particularly, <clears throat> but for a lot of, you know, basic bitches, cisgender men, uh, especially white men, but black men too, and other other races as well, they they don't want to be tricked, and so like like, what do you call the people that do that, that type of thing, or like, how do you address it without being... I mean, the Tinder way makes more sense because it's just like, this is who I am. Talk to me or not. Yeah. um, See, most trans women are
0: pretty upfront about it, but if a trans woman does not tell you that she's trans, she probably has good reasons for it. I mean, I went on dates where guys didn't know that I was trans, and it's mostly because um, we just want to be treated like normal girls.
1: Hmm so i mean so how can we avoid that violence like is there is there so i mean i i and that's why i was going to say earlier i don't even like the term trans because it's just and i and it's like it's not that i don't like labeling but i just think that for some whatever reason that word just brings up a lot of like it's just like Uh, uncertainty it's like when you say it to somebody who doesn't know anything they're just like what 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 is that uh uh, uh." you know so like I think like is there I don't know like I just my message by talking to you is basically like how can we reduce this violence Um, I mean other than just saying hey cisgender men like stop you know because that's not gonna work well it comes down
0: to is, you know, like, (sighs) stop killing people because they're different from you. That's really all it comes down to. Like, if you don't like somebody, just don't look at them and just go about your day.
1: Right. (laughs) I like that. That is very that's something I would I would totally say as a black man so it's not and that and that's why you know when when I was talking to you I really realized that there we had a lot of the same problems although you're younger than me we we've had a lot of the same problems just wanting to be accepted you know because and and uh just just basic problems a lot of like the problems that that you had i've felt like oh yeah i've had problems with that like with people like that or with or with school or with whatever like that like you know and i was just like that's there's only one difference and it's really not i i think it's not even that really big of a difference honestly and i've honestly like Like, okay, so I understood that, your movement more so, or, you know, but I didn't understand the gender movement until recently, because that's a completely whole nother thing, and I I know you were saying this too, it was hella funny, you were saying, like, LBGTQPA, and you were like, that's way too many fucking letters.
0: Yeah, like, I don't want to disrespect somebody's identity, but if you come up to... Like this sixty year old man, and you're just like, I identify as a six year old girl. Like, no, get the fuck out of my face! Like, get out
1: of here with all this fucking weird bullshit. Oh yeah, I just heard about that age identity too. I'm like, like they're just doing this. Like, it's like who?
0: And then there's like pedophiles like trying to get in on like the LGBT community. It's just like, no, get the fuck out! We don't want you. Go to prison.
1: (laughs) Right. Oh my God! I didn't know I, I didn't know it got that deep though. I mean, they were trying to say that um, pedophilia is a, is a, uh, what is it? A fetish. It's disgusting. I was I was, I was tripped out by that. I was like, what? I mean, I think that's a a natural mental health disorder. <laughs> You know, um, we definitely need to do more research on it, is my, my thing. I think, you know... I'm, I am, I, don't wanna fuck with that, I don't wanna be near that, like, the second somebody calls me they're attracted to a child, like, I'm fucking running for the hell I'm Oh, totally same, same, I'm not no, sci- I'm saying scientists, though, I'm not saying me, Uh-oh. not me, like, I, I am not, no, I'm not fucking with that either, uh, <laughs> But, um, I mean, like, you know, I think we have this tendency to, like, imprison everything also as well as, like, if we don't understand it, we just put it in a prison or we kill it. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I'm not saying, oh, like, be more be more nice to pedophiles, no, fuck no, like, beat their ass too, but if they do go to jail, we should do more mental, like, health studies on them, and why, why does this tend to happen in one in whatever hundred Americans, or whatever, why is this, why is it, why do people do this shit, like, you know, and we need to figure it out soon, but, yeah, um, we, We tend to lock up a lot of things, so I think, you know, just to get this, this incarceration rate down, we need to just start investing in mental health care, too, for people, you know? Especially, like, racist people, and people that can't coexist with people that they don't understand.
0: See, what I think about, like, racism and stuff, I think racism is where,
1: like, nobody is born racist. Right right no it's definitely learned but it's it's i feel like even more than it's learned it's inherited because there are some people that were raised racist and they didn't turn out racist Mm -hmm. and so um um it's definitely learned and it's definitely modeled you know if your parents are racist you're most likely to be racist if your friends are racist you know so but but there's people that can't coexist i know racist people that don't particularly like something but they know how to like like you said just not just keep their head down and keep going you know they're not really worried about it and those people can live in society i think i don't mind living in the society with people that don't like me per se but if they can coexist with me then that's that's all i fucking ask for man I mean,
0: like, as far as racism goes, like, I, I don't think anybody should be racist, I think, because that's something that you can't change, like, it's not like you can just wake up white the next day.
1: Right. You're telling me. I mean, totally. Totally. I mean, I, I have been i'm very pro-black i i don't you haven't followed me on facebook that long but generally i post very like i'm always like white people what the fuck yo like <laughs> i'm and so but I, I think as i have i posted this status that said like i'm running for mayor and i was like if anybody has any questions on how i'd handle stuff like just ask right there and so people are asking me and when the first person said kill whitey and I'm like no that's not my thing but my my thing would be taking the people who can't coexist out of society and sending them to an island and letting them free there and they can all be there themselves right there's plenty of islands that are totally uninhabited that it could just be racist island number one racist island number two or you know transphobic, island number five you know right it could just be and these are these are only the people that can't coexist it's not necessarily the people who don't like you it's just people that know how to get along with people in society and so that's what i'm saying i i have to be like fuck racist people you know i don't i don't want to spare them but i know that they're out there and i know that if if there was a calling to everybody to come on a boat you know, how many would people would go. You know what I'm saying? There's only a very few people that would go. And so those other people that know how to coexist, they could totally stay in society for all I give a fuck. You know.
0: See, that's another thing, like you don't disrespect me, I don't disrespect you. Like if some old dude comes up to me and he's just he for some reason knows that I'm trans and he's just like, Oh, you're a fucking man. You're like whatever, like, I'm gonna, like, go off on him,
1: like, what the fuck, dude, respect me and I'll respect you, is that usually who disrespects you, is it old white men, mm. or old Sometimes. old men of all races, um, I think it's
0: more of, like, the older generation, I think this younger generation is definitely more accepting I have definitely come across some older men who are attracted to trans women.
1: Um, I mean, does that make you feel some type of way?
0: Well, I mean, it's just like, if you're, like, 60 and attracted to, like, a trans woman, either become a sugar daddy or, like,
1: find a trans girl who is like your age right oh that's so true i think and that kind of goes into what you were saying about pedophiles wanting to be in the lbgt community it's like you know you can still find a a woman your age there's definitely a lot out there (laughs) Right. that's crazy um so so in wichita what was your some of your favorite food to eat?
0: Um, I think my favorite, like, restaurant or whatever probably would have had to have been, like, I think New Way was, like, one of my favorites.
1: What kind of food?
0: They sell, like, old-fashioned, like, hamburgers and shit, and they just have, like, really good
1: food. Mm, so, so it's a burger joint and is yeah. it is it like a chain of them or is it just in Kansas uh, it's just in Wichita I believe mm, but there's a couple in Wichita yeah there's like five mm, yeah we have a, um, a burger up here called Dick's Burger and trust me there's tons of jokes made about it all the time yeah. I was literally about to and the people like hey uh, my uh, teacher has the funniest story it was like when I was in 4th grade he told this and it was so funny and he uh, (laughs) he asked this girl hey you wanna go get some dicks (laughs) and like she was like what the fuck and he was like oh no we have a burger joint dicks burger drive in like (laughs) (laughs) she was freaking out too, he's like, yeah, we could go get a Dick's burger because he grew up in Seattle, so it was, it's hilarious. So. Yeah. Um, how how is it eating in Austin? Um, I haven't really been too many places, but um, I've definitely eaten a lot of spicy food since I've been here, and I love spicy food. Hmm, like what Mexican? I know they got a lot of Tex Mex. Um, yeah, a lot of Mexican, um, and, like, I don't have a sense of smell, so, like, I have to eat, like, really spicy things if I want to, like, I guess, feel it. Mmm. <laughs> you have to eat spicy. So, you you like habaneros? Um, if it's really fucking spicy, I'll eat it. Haban, like, I like spicy food, but... I don't like habaneros, they're way too spicy for me. For some reason. They are like super spicy. I any thing I've had that was like probably too
0: spicy for me just by a little bit. Um, my friend in Wichita had taken me to go get like some wings or something and she was like, um, okay, let's get like hot wings or whatever. And we were just like, well, let's get, like, the spiciest ones here. And we did,
1: and I was like, these might be a little too spicy. Damn. I don't know what the
0: fuck they put on the wings, but it was, like, insane. I was like, I, I want to buy a whole bottle
1: of this. So, wait, you said you don't have a sense of smell? Like, how long has that gone on? I I don't know honestly like I don't remember being able to smell to be honest I feel like that's a gift and a curse like
0: yeah I mean my ex used to fart like all the fucking time and he would be like oh that smells so
1: bad and I would just be like I wouldn't know Sorry. damn but then you don't have to smell stinky ass people like homeless people or like um, like a trash truck drives by, but the only the basically the one good thing about having a nose is um, food. Like I I don't really know anything else. Like maybe being able to smell like a gas leak,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: um, I can't imagine actually using my nose for much. If there was a gas leak, I would be fine. Well, do you? You say if there's a what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you can't smell, yeah. you Yeah. But usually, if you can, you could hear it sometimes, too. But, um, what was I going to say? Uh, do you have a good memory? Um, it depends. Like, like on what? Um, it just depends on, like, whatever you're going to ask about. Oh, I see, I see. Well, like, has, like, are you one of those people that tends to forget more things, or you tend to, like, remember more things? I tend to remember more things. But you did lose your bag, though. Yeah, and, like, uh, that, well,
0: we were, like, in the airport for, like, five hours walking around and talking, and
1: I wasn't really paying attention to my surroundings. So you you normally don't forget your bag.
0: Not normally, but like we were just like wrapped up in like conversation, and I was just like, hold on, let me like
1: put this in my bag, and then I just left the bag there. Oh wow! No, because um, they say that uh, nose having a nose is supposed to be like a really good sense of memory, like you could. Um,
0: I I don't know about that
1: since I can't smell, it's, I can't taste some things. Mmm. So do you like things hella salty, too? Yeah, definitely. I love salty
0: foods,
1: too. Damn, that's crazy. Not even be able to smell. Well, man, I want to, like, thank you for having this conversation with me and just, yeah, being real. and. uh Bye. It definitely gotta have you back on here, and then uh, I could send you some more questions, and uh, that down. that way you could be more prepared and stuff too. <laughs> right. No, because a lot of people I do this to, like I, because I, I have a lot of conversations with people like this, and and just talk and ask them random questions, but I dig it. it's a lot. It's a lot of times it's just off of the top of the head. There's just a general couple questions I have to ask people, but. Right. <laughs> A lot of people are like, "Well, you know." <laughs> yeah. but, but thank you so much. Do you have any uh, any things you want to uh, plug? Um, follow my Instagram. Keeping up with the car trashians. keeping up with the car No spaces, no caps. Bam! You heard it. How do you spell car Okay, well, thank you so much. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank uh, you. All right. Bye. 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 Kitchen couch baby. We get all the perspectives, my nigga. Yo, that right there was a throwback podcast with Autumn. You can find her uh, on Instagram, hot and soggy. She's a real doozy. She's she was an interesting one, and not man, yo. You listening to my voice? I must have been keyed as hell, but I had to get this in, and I definitely gotta have her back on, cause you know, like game. Bourdain is constantly improving and constantly working on his, you know, himself and the podcast and all that. So, uh, you guys got any questions, comments, concerns? Feel free to hit up Gumbo Roo at Nathan Nice N A T H I N N I C E or at the Kitchen Couch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email. Get it? I got all of it. Thank you for listening.